we reached 1,000 downloads, 1,000 in one month. I'm so hyped. Thank you so much. I can't say that enough on this podcast. I really, truly mean it. But again, y'all are here for football, so let's dive in. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs, and here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts. Man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. You know, I I really, this is like episode eight, and I'm always like super hype about when there's a good week of football. Y'all know how I feel about football and all the games and the players and the injuries and all kinds of stuff going on. So let's go ahead and dive in. I am going to make an interesting change for this podcast. You know, I was doing like quick fire topics, but they weren't really quick fire. They were really actual real topics that I ended up talking about for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So we're just going to go down my numbers. And today I have three topics I'm going to cover. And we're retiring quick topics. We're just going to dive into the highlights for the week. We're going to talk a little bit about some injuries. There's one in particular I wanted to share. The memes for that were funny, but not funny. Again, I don't condone injury on this podcast. However, I can't help but laugh when I see memes on Instagram. So um, let's get started. Number one, number one, y'all, Bills beat Kansas City. Can you believe it? I Listen, I just want to say for the record, I predicted this game correctly. I said the Bills, y'all remember it last week. I said the Bills are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I just wanted this to be their time. I felt like I wanted it to be payback. I wanted them to come in and just make things happen. I just remember Stefan Diggs last season standing there watching Kansas City celebrate that they were going back to the Super Bowl. That kind of stuck with his mind. I really would love to know what his thoughts are just about winning that game. I don't have any other questions. I just want to know how he feels about winning that game compared to, and granted, the goal is to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, but still it must feel good to beat a team that beat you to go to the Super Bowl last year. So again, the Bills beat Kansas City 38-20. to Woo, Bills are 4-1 and right now. I'm not going to lie, this seems like one of those NFL seasons where it's going to be two random teams, not random teams, but like random teams in the Super Bowl. You remember that one season, you're just like, wow, these two teams randomly got here and you're still wondering how, and then they don't make it back at all the next following few seasons. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I did have my coffee today. Today's episode is still brought to you by the coffee in my cup. If you get a chance, add French vanilla syrup to your your iced coffee um, or your coffee in general if you don't drink iced coffee. It's so delicious, y'all. It really brightened my day. Um. Yeah, that tastes delicious. Um, So <laughs> let's finish talking about the Bills. So Bills are 4-1. and one. I guess the real question that people are asking is, is Kansas City in trouble? Are we worried about Kansas City? I think there's a small part that is. Like, I feel like some people want to say that they are worried and some people don't want to say that they are. I feel as though it's kind of like that defense that Kansas City has right now. They're not in sync. They are not. Justin, JC, Lance, Joey, and and Chris. They're not in sync right now at all um, to any sort of degree. Um, and their defense is hurting their offense. So you're seeing certain things where they were just letting it, I mean, wide open. Just, oh, you're down there by yourself? 
Josh Allen's like, let me just throw the ball to you because you don't have anyone covering you. No one's going to stop you from getting down there. And I think that that's what's really hurting Kansas City right now is they're not in sync. But on top of that, they're legit not their defense is not complementing their offense like is necessary. I don't care what anyone says. I'm still a believer that defense wins games. Um, You can argue differently because this is football, but I'm still 100% believer that defense wins games. So um, looking at Josh Allen's performance, I mean, 315 passing yards, four touchdowns, 58 yards rushing. <laughs> can we talk about that for a second? If you get a chance, go watch the highlights. Great game. I can't stress enough how watching Josh Allen jump over that defender was the picture of all pictures for that entire game. I mean, this guy, he's not short. If he's like, he's like what, six foot two? I'm guessing. He's like six foot two, maybe four. I don't know. But he hops over like a half split in the air and like keeps running to gain yards. I was like, listen. <laughs> That's embarrassing. And then you have someone say he could, like, in the next game, because I think they face, of course, we'll get to week six games coming up. We're almost halfway through the season. And one of the teams they're about to face, one of the defenders said he could hop over me if he wants to. And it's just like, okay, wow. But that was a great picture. If you get a chance, go look at it. It's on Instagram. It's probably on their page. It was all over Twitter. And it was the highlight of the game for me, just watching him hop over. And he had 58 yards rushing a 139.1 pass rating. This guy is making sure you remember his name, if nothing else. So um, definitely go watch the highlights for that game. It was a good one. It was shocking because everybody's like, Kansas City. And the Bills were like, not today. So <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to topic number two. The Ravens, everybody, are making some big plays. They are just, they're four and one right now. And let me tell you something. Is the Ravens the comeback team? Are they the new comeback team? Remember, the Patriots used to be the comeback team, mostly in playoffs and Super Bowls. But the Ravens are becoming the comeback team. So I have a fun story, as I always do on this podcast. Um, I'm eating lunch, and one of my coworkers turns to me and says, did you watch the um, Ravens versus the Colts game? And I said, I watched the beginning of it. Um, I fell asleep because I was extremely tired. Um, But I woke up and I saw the score. Um, And he was like, yeah but did you watch it though? And I was like, no, not the rest of it. He said, I, I almost gave up halfway through and apparently the Ravens had a huge comeback. Like we're talking about a point deficit of something you recognize before Patriots versus the Falcons. Um, that Super Bowl game, I talk about that a lot on this podcast, um, but the Ravens had a game like that. And I learned that, was it, Mark Andrews was finally useful in fantasy football. The guy scored like 40 points um, for a fantasy football. I didn't draft him this year. Um, however, um, I, they told me like, yeah, he put up 40 points. I said, oh, he's useful now because last season he didn't do anything for me. Um, so <laughs> um, shout out to the Ravens for winning that game. And you know what's funny is I was I was at work and someone comes in. They had a, a Ravens face mask on. And I was like, I bet you're really hype and, you know, you really love the results of that game. And the woman was like, yeah, I, I loved it. And my my coworker who was telling me about the game at lunch was like, no, you don't get to do that. You didn't watch the game in full. So he's like, you don't get to do that. No, you didn't even watch it. You just kind of put me on blast, like, in front of people. Um, but it was a really good game. I went back, took a look at the highlights 
They beat the Colts 31 to 25, comeback of probably all comebacks in the regular season. And Lamar Jackson hit 442 passing yards in a game, which is number one in Baltimore Ravens history. So this guy is coming through. Um, you know, no bathroom breaks. Um, cause y'all remember that one time he took a, I guess he went to the locker room and took a bathroom break, came back and won the game. I don't know. That was last season. This season, he's not taking any bathroom breaks. He's just doing flips into the end zone. Um, cause you have to remember, I think the Ravens, what they beat the Chiefs too. And that was a long time rivalry. We were just talking about that. Now they're just handing out losses. I'm like, good Lord, you know? So those were two headliner topics. Um, for this episode, I I mean, keep your eye on the Bills, keep your eye on the Ravens. Um, if you have Mark Andrews for your tight end for your fantasy football team, I'm not jealous of you. He didn't do anything for me last season. Now he puts up 40 points. What a way to smack! Like get back at you and say, "Ha ha, Ashley." No. To be fair, I will get to fantasy football in a second, but just a really great reminder um, to enjoy football, enjoy these games. These guys are putting in some stuff, which, you know, just real quick, let's talk about injury reports. Has anyone seen OBJ? Am I the only one who's wondering where that guy is at? Did he play? I feel like he didn't play. So is he just not playing? Is he still injured? Is he good? Like, did he collect a check? I I just, if you know the answer, please like DM me, go to the website, www dot not your average cheerleader.com you can send me messages there as well i will again you send me something i will definitely talk about it on this podcast and even shout you out but did it did anyone hear from obj i don't know i i i didn't draft him so i don't care but for my fantasy football team but juju as you all know the tiktoker um who is an nfl wide receiver for the steelers is injured i believe it's his shoulder that um, is taking him out. He's going to be out a few weeks, as well as George Kittle was placed on IR. He has his calf. Um, I don't know if it's like calf injury, calf soreness, um, but he is going to be out. He's expected to possibly return against the Cardinals November 7th, that week, um, first week game in November. Um, I don't know anything about Jimmy G, and to be very frank, I don't care. Um, so <laughs> not trying to be mean. That was mean. I don't care. I don't care if Jimmy G's in, he stays injured. That's not a surprise, not a shocker. Um, I don't know really about anybody else. Those were the two biggest injuries that I kind of heard of who tore, who sprained their MCL. Someone sprained their MCL this past week too, as well. Lots of questionables. Um, even Chris Godwin is questionable. Um, he was limited in practice during the week. Um, as well as Tom Brady had a questionable next to his name. Y'all, I was doing some digging this morning. Like Tom Brady had a questionable next to his name. Apparently it's his thumb. Um, he's going to play. This is the same Tom Brady that had stitches in his hand and literally was like, hey, bandage me up and let me go out there and play. And he did. Um, so I don't know. I expect Tom Brady to play unless it's like his thumb is broken. And even then um, he might still play. Tom Brady's invincible almost. Not really, but really. Um, but yeah, there's a questionable next to his name, as well as, um, as you all know about Russ, Russell Wilson, he just has surgery on his finger. They said it was at first, the coach said it was like a severe sprain. I watched the video of that play. That wasn't a sprain. His finger literally bent all the way. Oh my God. Like, no, go watch the highlights for that one. His finger bent like all the way back. That's not that's not a high sprain. That's something else. <laughs> and I'm not a doctor. 
Y'all know on here, I give five years of Grey's Anatomy medical experience. And that's not even valid. And I watched that video and was like, that's not a high sprain. His finger bent all the way back because of that defender. Yikes. So those are the injuries I have for you. Hopefully we'll see some people return to the season as we start to get into like week seven through what? 11, because it's going to be 17 games this season. So we're almost halfway there. Stick with me. Um, When we get to about week eight, week nine, we'll be halfway through. Let's get into number three, the highlights. I know that's what y'all were waiting for. The highlights are the big ones. Chargers beat the Browns. Not shocked. Y'all know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. The Chargers right now are four and one. I'm just going to throw that out there. Do with that information what you will. Um, 47 to 42, you know, it sucks when you put up 42 points and you still lose. That's, that's terrible. I, I wouldn't even, I would sit there too and let the camera catch my sad face. Like everybody hurts. Kind of like, so, like, that's kind of how I felt for Baker Mayfield for like 10 seconds when I saw him. And I was like, you know, you played a good game. You know, you did, you played a good game, but you put up 42 points and still lose. It just doesn't make you feel good. It really doesn't. So that's going to be the Chargers game. They're talking about, again, conversation around Tom Brady being the MVP. I know FedEx, they, they do their weekly MVPs, and Tom Brady was selected again. Bucks are 4-1. and one. They beat the Dolphins 45-17. to 17. TB12 put up 400 passing yards and five touchdowns. I think that was number one for his own record. So once again, we're back talking about Tom Brady breaking another – I'm not going to curse on this podcast – breaking another record – and so one of my, I, I love talking to some of my coworkers. They're awesome. I was talking to one of my coworkers. So I told him I drafted Tom Brady for my fantasy football team. He's only let me down one time out of five weeks. And I said, you know, this guy is 44 and still playing at the highest level. I sound a little bit like Skip. Um, and it's kind of fascinating. And he was like, Tom Brady's a narcissist <laughs> because he just won't stop playing and let other people win. And I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was crazy. He's like, can he just retire already and let somebody else win? And I was just like, I mean, I can send out a tweet. Like, I don't I don't have his personal information. I don't know what you want from me. Um, but that was a really funny conversation. It shows you how some of my friends feel about Tom Brady. They feel nothing. Um, they just want him to retire and stop winning. You know, if you want Tom Brady to stop winning, then, you know, beat him. But I don't think he has any intention to keep losing anyway. So, anywho, again, another record broken for Tom Brady. Are we shocked? No. Fantasy football this week. I scored 166 points. You know what? Can I just say the Buccaneers really did me a solid. I had some people from other teams that are on my fantasy football team that stepped up. I get such like, I get really anxious the first like quarter and a half when I'm watching a game and I'm looking at my fantasy football points because some wide receivers will have zero. And it's like, okay, we've been playing for over almost two quarters. You haven't gotten the ball yet. Can your quarterback at least see you? Can you at least try to get open, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care and have them throw you the ball so we can get some yards? One of my players actually did that and started scoring some touchdowns. And I was like, finally. Um, But yeah, came through some of the star players on my team, Sutton, um, from the Broncos, I think it's the Broncos. Um, the Broncos was good. Tom Brady, um, you know, finally Alvin Kamara was getting the ball. I talked about him on this part. I was like, listen, give that man the ball, um, please. And I think 
you know, again, George Kittle barely played. Now he's on IR. I had to find a replace. I was on the hunt this morning, you all, for like replacing people on my, I'm projected to lose this week. I just need everybody on my team to do something great. Um, Cause I'm projected to lose again after I bust my tail to be number four in my league. Don't I sound like I know what I'm doing for fantasy football? To some degree, I do. I made a lot of changes. I let some people go off my team. I told you, if you're not going to play, you're not going to stay on my fantasy football team. Um, I made a lot of changes. Won that game. Number four in the league right now. I'm busting my tail. And now I'm projected to lose. It's really, really dissatisfying. You win and then you're projected to lose. I feel like the Browns. I feel like the Browns in my fantasy football league because they put up 42 points and lost. I put up 166 points this past week and now I'm projected to lose. That is unsatisfying. So I'll let you know how it goes. It's really upsetting. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to do the best that I can. Um, from week five, my top five teams, I just want y'all to know, not only am I getting better, a little bit better with fantasy football, that's about to go downhill, but I had 11 game-winning predictions. Yeah, that's right. Remember week five, I made some predictions. I had 11 game-winning predictions. Some of the best were from the Bills versus the Chiefs. I went out on a limb, predicted the Chiefs. Colts versus the Ravens, of course I picked the Ravens. Um, I usually pick to, to, do to do who else did I, I picked the Patriots to beat the Texans, but we all knew that that's not a surprise. Um, and if the Falcons didn't beat the Jets, that was just going to be absolutely embarrassing. Um, now for the 49ers in that week five game versus the Cardinals, we could have won that. I want to say that we could have won that. I saw some Twitter chatter about how people are feeling about Kyle Shanahan and how they're just like, he's just, he's supposed to be this great play caller. And I'm just like, I don't know if we're seeing it though. You know how they like hype up someone, gaslight somebody real hard. And then you're just like, really still not seeing it. Like I'm not seeing it. I feel like we could have won that game against the Cardinals. I don't know. They keep saying rebuilding the 49ers. I feel like we've been rebuilding for four years. I need us to win games. I need us to be the the surprise team that comes back. I need our people to stay healthy. I am not one of those like football bandwagoners, if you will, that just like as soon as a team starts losing, you drop off. I was here with the 49ers when they were like, oh, and like four. I don't think that was ever the record, but it was that bad. Point is is that I'm not going anywhere. I just need Kyle Shanahan to do something great. But I had 11 winning prediction scores. That's me turning my paper for my notebook because y'all know I like to take notes. That's just the PhD scholar in me. Yes, I'm finishing my PhD. That's a random fact I don't really share on here because that's not what y'all are here for. Y'all are here for football. Um, So top five teams for week five on my list. Number one is the Bills because I was just so happy when they won and I got that projection right. I was like, ah, Yes. And I almost twisted my ankle running around my apartment. Number two, the Cardinals, as much as I still don't like that team, they are performing well. Number three is the Ravens, because I'm just keeping my eye on the Ravens. Shout out to my cousin, um, Kim, who is a huge Ravens fan. I mean, how my sister feels about the Cowboys is how my cousin feels about the Ravens. How come all my family's teams are doing better than my team? That's not, well, no, my dad's Kansas City team's not doing good. Okay, never mind. Um... Number four, the Bucks. I am not a Bucks fan. I am a Tom Brady. I just kind of sometimes want to see him win just because I know he got the the chip off the block. And I feel like he still has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> um, and number five is the Cowboys. I'm watching that. Now, listen. Again, 
I just want to see the Cowboys actually get to the playoffs and win a game. Maybe that's what had to happen. Maybe Dak Prescott had to be given the big check for him to be like, okay, I'm better now. My ankle's good. We saw him run that ball. There's no question about the strength of his ankle at all. That guy is doing it and doing it at the highest level. That's going to be my new quote now. You're performing at the highest level. Um, I was being so extra. You should have saw me. I like wave my hands and everything. Um, But I kind of, I just, listen, I'm keeping my eye on the Cowboys. I feel like we've been here before. I really do. I feel like we've been here before. And I don't know. I'm not confident with a lot of things with that one. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into the last part of the episode where I make my week six predictions. We are almost halfway through the season. We're getting close. Um, and for this upcoming week, I have the Bucks versus the Eagles. Y'all know I'm just going to pick the Bucks. I just don't bet against Tom Brady. I know he's questionable right now for his thumb, but I have a very confident feeling he's going to play. Dolphins versus the Jags. I pick the, I'm just going to go with the Jags. I want the underdog to win. I'm such an underdog person. That's actually the name of my fantasy football team. Chiefs versus Washington. Chiefs, this is a chance for you to reclaim victory because if you can't beat Washington, you got bigger problems on your hands. Rams versus the Giants. I chose the Rams. Texans versus the Colts. Colts can beat the Texans. I don't understand why you couldn't. Bengals versus the Lions. I chose the Bengals. Packers versus the Bears. Of course, I chose the Packers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is up to something. Excuse me. Chargers versus the Ravens. I chose the Chargers. That's going to be the game to watch. I just talked about these two teams in our um, number one and number two topics. They're both four and one. I feel like that, I put a star next to that game. If you watch any game this week, make sure you watch the Chargers versus the Ravens. I bet that game is going to go down where it's going to go back and forth, back and forth. As long as no team starts making stupid, careless mistakes, that's going to be an entertaining game to watch. Vikings versus the Panthers. I chose the Vikings. Cardinals versus the Browns. I chose the Cardinals. Um, I feel like that might actually end up being a great game, too, to watch as well. Kyler Murray versus Baker Mayfield. Let's see what happens with that. Where is OBJ? Like, someone tweet him for me. Can someone do, like, find out where he is. Did he even play? I'm, I'm just curious. Cowboys versus the Patriots. I chose the Cowboys. I would never bet against my sister's team. I won't, we don't do that here. Um, like I'm going to pull like a Dominic Toretto from Fast and Furious. We got family. Um, anyway, Raiders versus the Broncos. I chose the Broncos. Here's why. I'm going to briefly touch on this and then I'm going to move on. We all heard about um, head coach Gruden who recently resigned due to some emails that were found um, 10 years ago. Um, listen, email systems, goodness gracious. Um, there was some really not good is the term I'm going to use on this podcast emails that has led him to resign. Um, we were, I was talking about it a little bit with friends and cancel culture is really big here. And I think that's what led to it. I really also think from a football standpoint, that's really going to impact the Raiders. They were winning. They lost their last game. They were doing so well. We saw some high performance in some of their games. I feel like no matter how you slice it, that is a testament to some of the coaching as well as the players. So, um, you know, it it will be interesting to see what they're going to look like moving forward in the season. This is almost the middle, almost the middle of the season. And your head coach resigns, of course, due to some alleged I'm not alleged. I think the emails are actual proof. I don't have to say that word here to some emails that were found that were not um, appropriate. They were not good. The comments were not 
that of which anyone would want to hear. Um, so that's the best way I can phrase it for you. Again, this is a football podcast. And from a football standpoint, that is going to heavily impact the Raiders. Um, and you have to wonder, there's so many mixed emotions and comments on Twitter and on Instagram right now. I will say this, the memes don't fail. So if you at least don't want it to be heavy in a sense, you could go at least laugh a little bit at something. It could be something else, but the NFL memes are great right now on a lighter note. Um, so that would be my two cents about that comment. Um, really pay attention to how this assistant head, uh, assistant coach is going to step into the head coach role, and I guess, until they find someone else to replace him. Um, but yeah, it just makes you wonder, you know, about a lot of things. It makes you also as a public figure, especially in a, in a very, very, um, multi-billion dollar industry. I'm just, you know, thinking about things you've said in the past, um, for sure. And I think that that's a big notion here. So that's a big part of the conversation. But again, football standpoint, Gruden is out. He, is gone and now we're looking to see what the Raiders are going to do to replace their head coach and how is that going to affect their game so I did choose the Broncos for that particular reason um because I don't know how they're going to operate you know essentially with you know a change in leadership so drastically almost in the middle of the season Seahawks versus the Steelers I chose the Steelers because they don't have Russ I don't know how this backup quarterback plays um, I'm going to give Big Ben a chance. I talked so much trash about Big Ben the other day. And the only argument I need was you just fell down. <laughs> That's the only argument I needed. Um, and then Bills versus the Titans, I chose the Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills on that. Bills Nation, shout out to my buddy Andrew, who's a big Bills fan. Um, so that is going to be it for this episode some really great games to keep your eyes on. For I think the Bills and the Titans is going to be a good game, you guys. So watch that one, too. I'm up here telling you what games go watch. You got to trust me. I had 11 correct predictions for winnings um, last, last week. Stick with me because we're going to keep going. We still have several more weeks to go until we start getting the playoffs and really diving into who we think is going to win a Super Bowl. Probably around week 10 is when I'm going to make my Super Bowl predictions. So again, thank you so much for over a thousand downloads in just one month, hundreds of downloads a day. I appreciate every last one of you. You know, we'll just keep having fun. Send me your responses. Send me your comments. I want to hear directly from you. Visit www.notyouraveragecheerleader.com. Thank you guys so much. Bye.